0: Hey, welcome to your brand new episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is your host, Julie Brown, trying to be the hostess with the mostess and the yogi with the mosty. Today's Thursday, January the 26th of the year 2023. I have been podcasting since 2019, believe it or not. <laughs> and the whole purpose of this podcast is to kind of follow along what's happening with me and my fitness journey and guest episodes if I can get them. Uh, hopefully some more on the way someday. Most people are not responding. Uh, Anyway, how are you doing? How are you? Um, I started to pull over and do this podcast in Wellburn, like on my way home. And then I was going to make all kinds of little Wellburn jokes like, man, no one's going to mess with me over here. (laughs) There's this one intersection where, and I'm not making this up, Somebody tried to rob a woman in Welburn at at an intersection. He came up to her window with a knife and uh, tried to to rob her at at knife point. And you know what happened? That Welburn lady punched him in the face and drove off and bust, busted his nose. That's how. That's how Wellburn. that's how Welburn does it. <laughs> anyway, I didn't go to Welburn. I just went ahead and came all the way home from work and I'm actually sitting in my driveway and there's a lot of school traffic. I live really close to a school and I forgot how heavy uh, at 2 30. The traffic gets really crazy. Everybody's picking up their little kids from school. It's just actually the epitome of my hope, holding on to hope that this house will sell easily. Because there will always be someone who will look at this house and go, wow, that's really close to that school for me. Or maybe if they work at the school, it would be convenient for them. So when I do sell the house, I have a lot of faith. (laughs) Holding on to a lot of hope and faith. Walking in faith, as always. So I went to my first official, quote unquote, floor hours for today. um, To call call people. And I was very excited at first because I thought... Oh, a lot of people signed up uh, this week. So I asked the person giving me the phone numbers. I asked for the people who signed up this week. And it seemed like he wasn't, for like 30 minutes, it seemed like he wasn't going to give me anything, like, for phone numbers. Because he talked, and he was, like, looking through. And then I realized what he was doing. He printed out the entire last year. He wouldn't give me anything from this year. And asked me, this is the, like, this is, you call these people. They still have a free consultation. And then he says something about he gets the new people. And I guess because he's the lead trainer, he gets the new people. So I emailed my boss and asked, like, as the lead trainer, does does he get all the new people? Like, I didn't say in the email, but it felt weird that I'm called. Like, I'm not cold calling people. There are people who have been there. However, I had to send a screenshot to my boss boss who's like in New York Um, one person said this. They've had people reach out to him like five times already. So this feels very like. I know people don't like to be called, but I texted that person. I left a lot of voicemails. This feels very like forced. Like, I shouldn't have to force the situation. If it was like, if he would have just gave me a couple of people who call like to call. Who signed up, like, this week because there was, like, dozens of people signing up on, like, Tuesday on this week. So, it hardly feels like the right calls were made. I did what, I I, like, I did the work I was told to do. And I did check in. So, I'm waiting to hear back if I actually have to call the old clients that knew they could do the consult for, like, eight months. It just... It's frustrating. So my first text back, I got really excited. I was like, oh, my first text came back in. It was a gorilla emoji. So I hardly know what to do with that. I just, I didn't do anything. I didn't respond. I'm sure that whoever this person is thinks that it's very funny. The next person who responded was the one who's very frustrated. With all due respect, please stop contacting me and I was like hey I'm trying to find out how to get you off the list right now because I've only just started so I've actually asked my boss if we can take away their free consult if they're tired of people calling them like five or six times or whatever Um, because that hardly seems fair to them um, to get people to keep reaching out so I didn't get any appointments. There was one person on the floor who talked to me for a little while. We were having a great conversation. It seemed to be going well. But as soon as I started talking about doing a consult, he was not interested in personal training at all. Um, Then he starts telling me what he's doing and all. And I'm like, well, that's good that, you know, he's being consistent. Um, I'm just, you know, (sighs) what is a personal trainer to do, right? Like... The the whole pandemic has really tested my, my mental abilities as a trainer because um, I know that it's my job to hold space and hold space and hold space. Um, it took from the beginning of December when I started till today, which is the 26th of January, just to get a chance to go and put my name out there like, hey, I'm a trainer here. And the first thing I get back, A gorilla emoji. So my husband's like. If you have to text from your phone. Then they should be giving you a phone. Which I already knew he would say that. Because he's got his own phone. He's like a manager at his work. And I get it. Like I don't have to use my phone. It's just in this modern era. An easier way to get people to be open. And speak to you. Because the people who I did call. And I did call some. uh, I didn't actually speak to anybody. Except one person. And I feel like that person, like, took the phone to screen the call because he was like, she's not here. It was immediately like, uh, you have to call her back because she's not here. Um, that <laughs> that obviously feels like that somebody handed their phone over or maybe they really weren't there. I don't know. It just seemed weird. So um, first day... It wasn't like a complete bust. At least I got to have a conversation with somebody uh, who was a member and get to know them a little. Because you never, you never know what that may turn into. Like they know somebody who wants a personal trainer. You never know. It's always good to like keep connections. And that's probably my biggest challenge in this chapter of my life is connecting. Just in general. Just being connected in general. Um, I've had a lot of stuff come up. And a lot of stuff I feel like I've kind of resolved on my own in a way. Like I don't want to elaborate on that. I'm not going to elaborate. I will say like sometimes I get stressed about things. And then somehow after I think on it or my brain studies on it, I kind of make sense of things myself. And usually it's always like, oh, I saw that coming. (laughs) Like the negative Nancy part of me saw that coming. (laughs) So no big surprises there. Um, I was super nervous today and my stomach was upset. So I didn't eat until lunchtime. It's actually about 2.30 right now. Just getting home. Uh, I'm super grateful to have this job. I just feel like maybe I should just do the 360, the, which is the, the club. 360 is their weightlifting class, like a HIT class. Maybe I should just do the group fit and the, um, the weightlifting 360 I don't know like maybe (laughs) maybe I just give it a few more weeks because this was just my first day um I had said on one of the episodes that like it didn't seem like they wanted to schedule me four hours but what the real truth is is they don't have a manager that presides over the personal training department so excuse me excuse me, um, (laughs) so it's not like they weren't doing it, it's just that the person who would normally tell me what to do doesn't exist, and I asked about that position, and I'm kind of glad they said no, because I would never have a life again. If they had said yes, I would have been salary, which means my life would have been over, like, except for work, I would have work life, which I would have gladly done it, and now that I'm looking back, on me offering my time like that. Offering up your time, even if it's just in a short conversation with somebody, your time is way more valuable than any amount of money that you'll ever have because we can always, I have a friend that says this, we can always make more money but you can't make more time in your life. You can't make your life have more time and space. So Uh, I have all kinds of mixed feelings like next Monday coming up, this is Thursday, next Monday coming up. I've got my sixth, uh, I think it's the sixth cognitive therapy session and I still have some journal work to do on that. Uh, Monday night is member, member appreciation day as well. And I'm going to go and do that. I think that's going to be a lot like 2000% more successful way for me to meet new clients. I'm at, I'm actually to this point where at the end of my group fit class, I kind of remind them like, hey, just so you all know, like, I'm a personal trainer here too. So if you want yoga sessions, they'll allow that. Um, I told my boss, like the guy who's the manager at this club, that the boss of personal training up in New York said that it was okay for me to sell personal training sessions as yoga and he seemed really skeptical. I mean, it came from the guy in charge of the department, so I don't know what the problem is, and then I told him, actually, I had a client that she works about 10 minutes away, the hospital here, and she would do private yoga, and my private yoga sessions were $50 when I was independent. He was like, that seems like a lot of money, and I'm like, it seems like a lot of money, but like, not really. When you think about what people spend money on, like, can you really put a price on peace of mind, like, can you, so, yeah, it seems like a lot of money, but then again, you cook your own meals for a week, and you've got an extra 50 bucks, easy, um, because going out to eat, you know, you can spend 50 bucks for two people in just one sitting, you know, on a quick meal, um, so that, I'm not gonna say it's easy for everybody to come up with that amount, um, I don't know, like, this is something I discussed with the other trainer there, like, is we realize it's a luxury item, and I know, like, I've been on the financial struggle bus, like, I know, Um, but we do accept that people, they sometimes, they can't afford it right away, you know, they got other things they got to do first, but our hope and our dream is that what we give in this, ever how long we work with them, that we give them long, sustainable knowledge results and change, um, like a long, a long-term help type thing. I don't know. Like I'm not a hundred percent sure how many clients I'm gonna get. All the all the trainers there seem to be very busy, and I asked to confirm that I am the only female personal trainer there. And he said, yes, you are. And someone was asking, and I reached out to her, but she has not reached out back. Uh, And I said, so you told her that we have a female personal trainer? And he's like, yeah, but I'm thinking I didn't say this to him. (laughs) I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. Oh, God, that's probably my luck is he'll be the only one who listens. I was just thinking, and I didn't say it out loud, like, if you knew she wanted a personal trainer that was a woman, why didn't he allow me to reach out to her instead? But I didn't ask that. It's just... It's too obvious. And obviously, if he's already been contacting them... Uh, whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm home now. I need to get more in the mindset of like... Study. Do what I have to do. <laughs> make sure I know my software. I will spend some time playing around with this new trainerize software today. Um... Because the technical, this is what I was telling them, like the technology part, that's going to be my biggest, like, struggle is the technology. And, um, like, I'm from another era. In fact, I said the last time I called for people to do training and fitness, the last time I called people, like, (laughs) I said I'm dating myself. But cell phones phones were not a thing. Like, I had a pager back then, but I told them, like, everybody had, like, just regular phones. (laughs) So cell phones were not a thing in the 90s when I was, like a personal trainer making cold calls and all that, um, I told him that the guy that owned the gym, he, we considered him to be very wealthy, because he had a car phone, and I said he would even pull up to the fire lane, and he would, like, call from the car phone, like, you know, using it kind of excessively to just sort of show us, like, hey, I can see you in there, <laughs> uh, anyway, those good old days, <laughs> the pagers, the stupid car phones, I never had a car phone, Obviously, like, car phones weren't really a thing anymore. By the time that I was driving, it wasn't, like, a popular thing. Um, Cell phones weren't either. It was the pager. Like, when I started driving, I had the pager. You know, someone would page me. uh, I would look at the number and pull over to the pay phone, (laughs) put the quarter in and call (laughs) them. It seems so hilarious now, because I think there's only one place in this whole county where I know of a payphone even existing. Um, I guess payphones. Are are payphones still a thing where you're living? All right. Um, so, there's, like, loads and loads of stuff for me to do at the house. Not laundry, thank God. Um, but I think I'm going to just take some time to, like, take it easy first, because... It is close to three o'clock now, and my husband will be off in an hour and a half. And um, yeah, I'm just gonna relax, enjoy some time of quiet, like solitude, and um, maybe read. read read one of my books. <laughs> it was uh, such a week. It's been such a week, and my sister is having a really uh, my sister's having a really really uh, hard day taking care of our grandmother today apparently refusing to get into the wheelchair today like she won't get up and get into her wheelchair for some reason well she has reasons that I'm not going to state here because they're absurd and she doesn't know what she's saying or doing but anyway um my sisters having like a wheelchair standoff with our grandmother so there's that and I'll be there taking care of my grandmother on Monday watching over her do it do it for her not you know not for myself I do it for her um yeah there's just so much stuff coming up so this means Monday I'll be like um hanging out with my grandmother then go to the therapy session and then go to work for this mad Monday member appreciation day and um tonight I need to send in the videos I created for uh, they're doing like a promo at club four for group fit so um <laughs> I'm supposed to send in a 10 second video so I asked someone I asked someone to do a quick like video and I don't know I really I don't like the audio. I hope I can send it without audio. I don't like my I know this is funny coming from a podcaster but I don't really like the sound of my voice when I hear it. So anyway, um Maybe I'll just text and see if it's okay, like <laughs> I just cut the audio out or better better to ask for forgiveness later, so that's what they say um, Also, my boss over the group fit gave me a password. This is something very minimal, trivial uh she gave me this password where I wouldn't have to go get the boss like every time I complete or finish the class on the computer. There's this last step I have to do after my class is ended in the computer. And it seems like really weird that she didn't know that I couldn't do this without help. And then she finally sends me a password. So I was like, Oh, I know how to do this. Now I've got my own password to like, you know, complete the class where I get paid for the class. And of course I tried it last night. Uh, the password didn't work. So I don't know what is happening. Like it seems like a lot of, uh, a lot of confusion. Like, the whole time I've been working there, I've seen the group fit boss. She's teaching at other locations, maybe, but I've seen her, like, once. And that was, like, an arranged meeting. It seems like that they're, they're always very busy there. Like, there's always a lot of people. Just thousands of people are going in and out of that door every day. And the front desk at night, they stay so busy selling protein drinks and, you know, bottle waters and helping people with their tan in bedtime. And there's hardly time for them to even have a break. Like they're running so fast that their head is spinning probably. Um, so I think what I need to do is I need to spend some more time just hanging around the front desk. Introduce myself. Hey, I'm Julie. I'm a new personal trainer here. Um, have you already done your fitness consult? You know, that's something that comes with their membership is their first consultation um, there's a lot of ways I can approach this. I don't, I don't see myself getting like super aggressive. My husband's already like, <laughs> well, I won't say like the depth of my husband's opinion, because I don't really want to say on here what he said, but I'll say he's like, he's not too much going to be bothered. Like if I say, Hey, I don't, um, I don't have that job anymore. Like I don't work at that job anymore. Teaching or doing personal training. He'd be like, okay, like, he has no attachments to me working there, because it is a long commute, and it does mean dinner is at eight thirty. but, I mean, it's all fine, and I did take the job before he even knew what was happening, because, huh, he said I wouldn't do that, and I said, well, I kind of already taken it, like, I'd already accepted the job at that point, um, and he supported me. that's reason that's the reason why that he is my husband, because I couldn't be with someone who tries to tell me what to do or where to be or you know how to act or you know anything like my ex-husband, he would try to <laughs> this is why my ex-husband's an ex-husband by the way. My ex-husband would try to tell me how to dress and stuff like that, which it can be done in uh, diplomatic ways) <laughs> say that there are some ways that it can be implied diplomatically but I could never be with somebody who had like ideas or expectations or they had their own personal goal for me or they have their own idea of what I should or shouldn't be doing like another example my ex-husband didn't think I should be belly dancing he didn't like that like oh you can't belly dance don't don't do that like don't be belly dancing that's but when I called it middle eastern dance Like, he was fine with that. (laughs) By the way, for those of you listening who don't know, that is, like, the exact same thing. Which, no fault on him. I mean, I'm not saying my ex husband's like, a bad person. I'm just saying, like, he's a good person that wasn't meant to be in my life long term. So, isn't that the way with a lot, like, our family and friends and interactions? It's not necessarily that they're all bad people when you break away from them, or you find your paths don't meet, uh, it just means that they're a good person. But, you know, you just can't see eye to eye on every little thing. And that's fine. But, you know, sometimes you can be friends with people that you don't agree with. It just sometimes means like, that person wasn't meant to be in your life and you know that shows up that's the same same thing I was already talking about this like last time I was saying if I work hard it'll show up I don't have to go around telling you all like hey I'm a really hard worker (laughs) if I what's another good example I don't even know like I'm so I'm so like mentally exhausted from trying to um trying to like go through those phone numbers all day um yeah just like if I'm really really good at something or if I'm really really whatever adjective it'll show up in my actions like it doesn't have to come from my words if I'm generous I don't have to go around telling people like hey I'm like a generous person (laughs) It will just show up in my actions. (sighs) So with that being said, I would say anybody who tells you that they're something, like they have to tell you that they're unique or they have to tell you that they're nice or they have to tell you that they're honest, like these things shouldn't have to be told to you in that form of a sentence. That's a red flag. The obvious thing is, you know, Time will tell and the actions that we do and the way that you treat people. It shows up in your actions. And I think that's one of the things that helps me resolve things a lot for myself. Is when you're quiet and you observe and you're just quiet. And then you can kind of see, like, without judgment, of course. You can kind of sit back and be quiet and you can kind of see from everyone else's actions Where is their true life work? Like, what is their priorities? (laughs) Like, investing in? (laughs) What is their priority and what are they investing their time in? That is what shows your character. Is what is your, what is your, as yogis call it, dharma. Dharma and yoga are in Sanskrit, I should say. A yogic uh, philosophy of dharma is to do your life's work. So for me, my personal life work, um, of course this has evolved and changed over the years because when I was like 19, I was like, I'm going to have a family and I'm going to have a little pond in the back and I'm going to take my kids on picnics. Like I'm going to have a boy and a girl (laughs) like like you can plan it, which I mean, I think with the genetic stuff they can somehow now, but I don't know. I had all these like oh, we're going to, like, I had this plan, like, we're going to do this, like, we're going to have, you know, we're going to have this and that, and all. <laughs> it's, like, so funny to look back now, uh, because now my long-term goals, what I feel like my life work is to provide fitness education in different ways, to offer up my time as a fitness pro, to, um, To help other people see the change within themselves that they were already capable of. Um, And just as as a growing process, I'm trying to become more of a, like, leader. Like, not just leading myself, but leading the clients, leading the classes, leading anybody that chooses to work out with me. Um, It's kind of like my obligation, right? So, I worked out three hours in a row yesterday. I did the one hour hit class. I retook my practical exam for those of you who are wondering, I don't know. did I pass? I don't know. Do I think I passed? Yes, absolutely think I passed. I should have done my shoulder press military style, but I mean, it wasn't the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> that I did my barbell press a different way than the military does it but at least I know now uh, that's what I was telling one of the other personal trainers I said hey at least I know from the um, messing up in the practical exam like now I know and I won't do that during a class like because I've made that mistake Uh, I won't make it when I've got clients so um, honestly it's very rare that I'll take myself up to the gym and use the barbell I usually use uh, dumbbells for my shoulders, the machines. Um, I'm not too much of a barbell diva <laughs> when it comes to doing shoulder work. Um. And also, like after doing all those bear crawls yesterday, oof. Anyway, um. So I did my practical exam yesterday, and then I attended the club at 360, which is the very format that I was rehearsing for, and then I coached cycling and then I coached yoga. You know what? The classes this week were really, really good. I'm starting to finally get a little bit of consistency though. I think Wednesdays at five might be a little early with the traffic there. I don't know. It seems like Wednesdays at five, I have less people. Maybe, maybe that's not the best time for people. I don't know. Maybe it's just something about Wednesdays because you know, Wednesdays, sometimes people are going to church. Anyway. Um, I'm really glad I were there. I'm not quitting. I'm just, um, I guess I'm just confused as to why I had to give up all these jobs for like such a long time. And then they won't let me call people who signed up this week. Um, it seems, I don't know. It seems suspect. <laughs> like I should be able to call the people who signed up this week. Um, I don't know why that would be kept from me, but maybe they're not trying to keep it from me. Maybe they're just going in order because they have so many people. I don't know. Like, I have no idea. I think that the lead trainer is just like, Hey, I'm the lead trainer. I get the new people. Okay. Well, if that's what happens for a lead trainer, that's what happens. You know, like I get it kind of like the head waitress gets to choose (laughs) where, you know, people sit, I guess. I don't know. This is all like a process. It's all like new to me. So I'm just trying to learn as I go um, try not to, I'm trying not to, like, build any story on it like that, like, it just is, like, I did what I was supposed to do, and that's all I can do, so tomorrow, tomorrow, I have the whole day to myself, that's why I'm not going to try to rush into the house, and, like, do what I've been doing for, what is it, like, two weeks, I've been, like, furiously, <laughs> I know you can't see through the phone, but I will show you if I could. I've been like furiously cleaning my house um, just for the past two weeks for this uh, Marie Kondo method. And today, um, or I should say tomorrow, tomorrow will be the day I start with books. That's the next part on her list because she has a system. And I've actually been combining Systems for cleaning. I know that some of you may be like checked out already. Like, this is a yoga podcast, and she's talking about cleaning. Why? So, there is one of the uh, limbs of yoga. One of the limbs of yoga is the practice, like the asanas, which is what most people think of. They think of yoga, they think of someone and doing a pose or in a posture. That is only one of the eight limbs of yoga. And I've talked about this before. One of the eight limbs is cleanliness. Alright, so... Um, salcha is what it's called. Salcha is cleanliness. That's the Sanskrit word for basically cleanliness. However, this doesn't just mean... Like, hey, I did my laundry. <laughs> which I did. It also means to like cleanse out my thoughts. And let those old thoughts go. A lot of times we have um, really, really, like, bad thoughts, negative thoughts, or thoughts that really aren't helping you out, they're not helping, they're not helping you pay the rent, they're not helping you do anything, so, like I said, easier said than done, I always say that, that's why I'm doing talk therapy, or cognitive therapy, whatever, um, So the idea is that you're clean inside and out. That means when I sit down to practice yoga in a perfect world, right? (laughs) This isn't always the way it goes. When I sit down to my yoga mat, I should have washed my face and cleansed my mind and cleaned my yoga mat and made sure all the space surrounding is clean, right? So I'm not like practicing in a space where it's just filthy, this is a very, very important part of practice, by the way. I used to just have this one dirty mat. <laughs> I'll just take it outside. I wouldn't even, i just roll it back up and throw it back down. And I really thought nothing of it. Um, But the more I've talked to my teachers, the more they make me think about it. Like, you're putting your hands on that. You're putting your hands and your feet on that, like, all the time. So think about it, like... How grateful are you going to be if you just take two seconds to either spray it with Lysol or just, you know, wipe it down. You can use just a like a vinegar water mixture or something, like half vinegar, half water, maybe a drop of lavender oil. Make your own yoga mat spray without having to buy it off Amazon or whatever. So if you find a way to create a clean space inside and out, inside your heart, inside your mind, inside your room, you can just practice outside if your house is too cluttered. Now, I know it's not warm for some of you, so, you know, if it's nice out. Um, Actually, it's kind of, it looks like it's deceivingly, like, it's so sunny here. It kind of looks like it's warm, but it's kind of cold here. Um, I just want to say, like, thank you all so much for listening to my ramblings. I'm already 32 minutes in, 32 minutes of this, and you're still here with it. Like, God bless you. Thank you so much. If you love this, share it out. All it's going to take is the right person to share this. And if somebody else gets hooked on the podcast, then they'll share it out. Like it's a wonderful little domino effect. So if you love it, share it with a friend or whatever. Um, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And do something nice for yourself today. It can be something that doesn't cost money. It can be anything. Just do something really nice for yourself. And find out what you need for your own personal wellness. And find out what you need that makes you happy. And with that being said, I'm going to wrap this one up. And have a wonderful Thursday night. May we be happy, healed, and free in 2023. And may we please come together. And let all of our thoughts, words, and actions... Contribute to the peace and the healing of all of life. Namaste.